Oh, ho, ho. Hey, hey, hey. And what an unbelievable, glorious day. On for people's sakes. Can you believe it? Uh, I was in Hugo. I was 63 when I left. And when I, by the time I got to the cities here, it was 66. And I don't know. I darn near put my shorts on. Darn near. Not quite. I have a dress on. Yes, so. you do. And I'm impressed. Yeah. But see, I had some, uh, my... That would require me having to shave my legs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't want to do that. So yeah. it's just like, now I'm in a hurry. Right, here I come. Here I come. So I got my short. But I have a, a, a summer hooded sweatshirt on. It's very thin, very yes. lightweight. So I did that. I just couldn't bring out the the T-shirts yet. That's okay. I can do that on the farm. I can do that. Yes. But in public, I just, I don't know. So, yes, it's glorious. Hopefully somebody's out there listening because it is so glorious. I'm sure you're out there walking and doing stuff with your puppers and, and just enjoying the day. So if you're listening to this on podcast, hey, oh, and just as a reminder is that you can catch all the shows on mytalk1071.com. They have where I'm po- podcast me. You go to uh, uh, my talk app. You go get the my talk app or uh, uh, what is it? Podcast on Cast one, podcast one. Okay, that's where you can get the uh, My Talk app, or you can go wherever you get your podcast from. But you can podcast to 1071, all of us here. And then me, I'm on podcast now. Yay, I have no idea what it is. So, <laughs> what can I say? So I'll just be reminding you that you can take me wherever you go. And then hopefully, maybe you're listening to earbuds right now as you're walking or playing or whatever type thing. And then just a reminder next Sunday, Dr. Jessica Levy will be here, holistic vet. She'll be in the house. So save up your vet questions for her, and she'll be answering. Love to, she would love to answer them for you. And then Thursday night, you know, I belong to the Hugo Lions, and we went to. Have you ever heard of Feed My Starving Children? Yes, I do that all the time. Oh, do you? Yes. Okay, I, I do. Uh, I do the one uh, in Chanhassen. Okay, I have never done it before. So, uh, Tennis Lions went Thursday night. We worked from six thirty to eight thirty, and I was totally blown away. I was at Hosanna Lutheran Church in uh, Forest Lake, off of, west of uh, sixty one and ninety seven. So I've never heard of it. Didn't know what to expect, and had a blast. Had a blast. So much of a blast that I they they had put out a deal that they still had needed help for. I think it was eleven thirty, two thirty, and four thirty on Saturday. But I had a, a, a an appearance down at Wags and Wa- in Wash down in Egan and I want to thank them down there. We had a great time even though I told Dan, the, the owner, that you know there may not be that many people and the reason is, is because I mean this is a, look, look at what last Saturday was for PD sakes and look at this Saturday. Heck, I wouldn't be here if I didn't have to either. I'd be outside and I think I heard the resounding sound of girls being lit all over the Twin I Cities. I know, right? <laughs> yes. Well, and then on top of that you just see like everybody out now. Yes, like, I know. Like everybody. It's Everybody woke up and yeah. outside we are. So the feeding our starving children. So uh, anyway, we just I checked it and they just gave us the numbers of what we did. Okay. 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 There there was 1,130 1, volunteers that participated. Oh wow. Okay. They packed twelve hundred uh, one thousand two hundred ninety six boxes of food. Now there's thirty six bags per box. All right. Uh huh. Okay. So the the meals that were packed, how many were packed, was two two hundred seventy nine thousand nine hundred thirty six. Bags, you know, these uh, yeah. rice packets, yeah. whatever. Okay, and that's enough to feed 766 children for one per day for one year. Oh, wow. Isn't that Good something? Good job, guys. Isn't that something? Yeah, I thought that's that was awesome. Oh, I thought that was great. And so, I, like I said, I totally was enamored with it. And when they do it again next year, um, I'm in. I am so in because it was, it was just a lot of fun. Got to meet some cool people. I got that. So, you did it before. So, I yes. had no. Okay. So, I got, and I'm not saying stuck, but that's the only word I can use. I can't think of a better word. Yeah. I got stuck. Or my, there you go. My job. How about this? My job was, you know, after they pack the rice, yes. then it has to be sealed. Right. Okay. 
so I had to get the, you know, hold the top tight and put it yes. so the person could seal it, right? Yes. Well, we were one person short, so the person that was sealing was also packing the boxes. So when we got enough to put in a box, yes. then she would go, and I figured out how to hold it correctly and let the weight of the bag hold it right so that I could seal it. So I could, I was doing two jobs, okay? And I was even rather proud of myself. And everybody else gave me a what, what, that I figured it out. Because when she was packing the box, it was starting to add up pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I, I was, I was the seal, I, I held the bag for sealing. And then I got to be, hold, be the bag holder and the sealer at the same time. So it was kind of cool. I liked it. It's really interesting because like a lot of people who have never been there before, mm -hmm. they don't realize how fast oh. everybody go. You know no, what I'm saying? Moving. Like literally you're... if you're at the end of the, I would assembly line for, like I was. Yeah. Yeah. The assembly <laughs> line. Exactly. Like you get backed up because mm -hmm. everyone's just like, bam, 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 bam. And then every so, time we, we got enough for a box, we all went, woo, woo. Yeah. And, and then the guys would come over, take the bot. We, you know, uh, we were table three. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, it was, oh, it was so much fun. So if you can, if anything, your church or some air, uh, organization is doing it, Feed My Starving Children, volunteer. It is really a lot of fun. I, I, I totally enjoyed myself. Oh, and then we went back last night at 4.30. Well, the, they didn't need us because they ran out of bags. They packed everything they had, you know, at the 11.30 and 2.30 uh, thing. So that was kind of cool. So, so then one took, my, oh, folks, I want to tell you where there's a car wash that there's never, not hard, ever a line. And it's the bestest car wash. Is it? You ready for this? Okay. And it's only you know, 12 bucks for the works. For you like know, every, for like the top, top wash? Everything, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yep. Okay. And so you ready for this? Okay. And I don't know what the name of it is. All I oh, can do is well, tell you. It that's not going to help, Katie. Well, it really doesn't have a name. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it, right off of 35E and um, the County 14, you know, you take the exit 123B and you come up over the bridge. You go into Centerville, okay. you come down there and you're going to see like a mobile gas station or is it I, IB? I can't remember. It used to be mobile. And now it's, what's, what's the green and yellow? IB, BP? BP. 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 Okay. Yep. A gas station on your left. Okay. Yep. Then turn into there and then go behind there. There's a Dairy Queen behind there. Go to the row between and go behind. There's a Mexican restaurant and then the BP. Go behind that. Okay. And they have a person that stands there with the thing you know the hose with like the hose yeah, yeah. With the, uh, power sprayer yeah and sprays the whole car down and really get nooks and garret crannies and yeah. stuff like that really good then they have a, a soft sponge or on a, on a like a broom and yeah. then they go over the car with that oh <laughs> okay and then now they send you through as a soft touch Okay. You know, that goes over the sides and the top yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Honestly, God, my truck has never looked so good. I mean, it was just, it was unbelievable. I'm <laughs> like, this is so cool. And what was so neat, I stopped by a couple other ones that are very popular, you yeah. know, Hugo. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been sitting there for an easy 55 minutes. I figured oh my it out. Okay. Well, it's because the snow is melting and everybody oh, knows yeah. we got exactly. good weather and so well, yeah, they're and all right. lined up. Yeah. But see, then, and then I remember somebody tell me about this, like, fine, I'm going to go try because I really want to get my truck washed. Yeah. And there was one car ahead of me. And I was okay. just like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah, I was just yeah, and so it's in it's behind the Mexican restaurant. Okay, in Centerville, you know, right off the freeway there. There's a BP gas station. You see where the Dairy Queen is? Just find the Dairy Queen and just go down that road, and you'll see it right behind the BP gas station. Find and the important BP. thing. Yes, also known as Dairy Queen. Yeah, there you go. And then you can find. The next important thing, yeah, which yeah. is the car wash. Yes. There you that, go. Yeah, yep. I, was, mm -hmm. I was just so smitten. I was like, oh, if it wouldn't be so bad, if it was a bad car wash, I, you know, but I mean, what you get for your money, I'm totally blown away. So 
Well, that's good to know. Yeah, that was cool. Okay, uh, so thank you to Dan at Wagon Wash and Wash, his whole crew down in Agam. Please go there. They they sell bakery goods for the dogs, for the dogs, not for you. I'm looking at their baked goods, and I'm like, I sure wish I'm really hungry right now. (laughs) I really wish one of these was for me. But anyway, and then they sell Nutrisource, of course. They got they, you know, it's where you can buy canned goods and 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 uh, or canned uh, foods and and uh, regular food in a Nutrisource, of course. You know, there. So please give them a try, and then you can either go as a self serve dog wash or you can have them wash and groom your dog too so so that's wag in the letter n wash in a egan so uh take get them out okay with all this fast meltdown folks please pay attention to the ponds and lakes that when you're out and about keep your dog on a leash until everything's out at least at least uh, 40 feet from the shoreline so that your dog can't get out there and fall through. And then now you, you got your, you're trying to save your dog and then somebody's got to come and save you. So please keep them off the ponds and the lakes until literally they're at least 20 to 40 feet away from the shorelines. Just put them on a line, you know, whether you want to use a long line or whether you want to just use your, uh, your leash, that's fine. But keep both of you and uh, your dog safe. Also too, uh, next Saturday, the 28th, you know, we're going to have a pet nutrition class, Dr. Levy and myself on, last Saturday on the 14th, but guess what? It snowed like a lot, so we canceled it and rescheduled it. So the pet nutrition class is coming this coming Saturday, for, you know, April 28th, from 1 to 3. And we have six chairs left. If any of you guys are still interested in getting into the uh, pet nutrition class with Dr. Levy and myself, um, that's next Saturday, 1 to 3. It's $45 a person, and we have six uh, chairs left. If, if anybody wants it, just call me. And if you know for sure you're coming, for sure, okay, call me, and then I'll put you on the list, and then you can just pay when you come. So that's next Saturday, 1 to 3, pet nutrition class for dogs and cats with Dr. Jessica Levy, holistic vet, and myself. And then we stay, it probably will go to 4 or more because we'll sit, we'll stand there and we will keep answering questions. Okay, we'll answer, answer, answer. All right, give a holler with your questions, 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. What is Elmer's glue good for? when by using it on yourself what is elmer's glue good for by using it on yourself we'll be right back hey hey thanks for tuning in to the kdk9 show today i'm always here for four to six every sunday and i appreciate you sharing your afternoon with me and pretty soon with this weather i'm going to be during drive time because you know what people are going to be going up to their cabins and listening to me on their way home so okay elmer's glue what is it good for when uh, you can put it on you on you what what do you think it's good for? Um, taking off permanent marker. Ah, nope. Take, it's that you could, you could take Elmer's glue and put it on you. What would I know? You so for? if you put oh, if you get oh, permanent okay. marker oh, okay. on you, okay. You ready for this? Paint on your face, allow it to dry, peel off, and see the dead skin and blackheads come off. That's gross. <laughs> I don't know. I love painting my fingers. You know what I mean? With yeah. let it dry and then pull that off. I thought that was always cool. Huh. But anyway, so I was supposed to kind of get Interesting. a mini facial. Isn't that something? Yeah. I don't know if anybody would really put Elmer's glue on their face. Yep. I don't know. I put it on myself. Like I said, I, put, I used to put that, like, you know, spread it on the back of your hand. Yeah. When you were bored in school. Yeah. And then wait for it to dry and then peel it off. Well, I that was, that's something that all of us did when we yes. were in school. Yeah. But when so why not on the face? Glue. Why not? Because I don't know, I don't know if anybody's that brave. I mean, I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't do my whole face at one time. I'd do a, p- a patch and just make sure that you know my face doesn't fall off. See, but off that's or... not how things work. A okay. lot of people would just like dump their face in that's Elmer's true. glue and call it a day. I call it a day. <laughs> you know, <laughs> call it, where'd my face go? My yeah, face go. exactly. Elmer took my face. 
Exactly. Hey, give a holler. 651-641-1071. If you call in sometimes, folks, and uh, if Carly's on the phone, she just can't answer. She's already talking to somebody. So if it seems like it's ringing and ringing and ringing, you know, just either hang up and then recall back even because Carly's on the line, you know, taking somebody else's call. Yes. Because she tries to get to them as fast as you can, but sometimes some people get long-winded. Yes. So you can't bounce over to the next call coming That is correct. So yeah. I'm not ignoring you. Yeah, no, she's not. She's not being (laughs) ignorant. No. No. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, so so yeah, give a holler 651-641-1071 and just have patience because sometimes when she's on the phone, she can't flip over, all right? Okay, who's our first caller today? Okay, so we have Debbie on the line, and Debbie has a question about, um, so we talked about the Amber caller yep. for Ticks and Fleas. Yep. She's just wondering if we have any more information about that. Okay. Hey, Debbie, how you doing? Hey, how you doing, Katie? I'm fine. Good, good. So, what's good. so do, have I gotten any more feedback on it? Is that what yeah. you're looking at? Well, not yet, because for the number one is that, you know, the ticks are just starting to pop their heads out, <laughs> you know, with the cold, because what, what tick weather is, you know, in the warm days, cool nights, that's tick weather. And then when it goes okay. to warm days, warm nights, then they slow down a lot, right? Okay. And then fleas yeah. usually don't become a nuisance until closer to fall where they're looking for a warm place to, you know, to spend the winter. And so that's why, okay. like I said, okay. as far as input, just the people that recommend, like that one dog walker that called in and said, you know, she's been using it for years and just swears by them, you know, and so, uh, you know, that person. And then if you go to their website, amertick.com, you know, I know they can make their own testimonies. I get that. But, yeah, so, no, the jury jury, jury is still uh, out on that one until we can, you know, see what it does once we get into the full season. All right? Yeah. No, I appreciate that. I was hoping that you might have heard some more news on it. And um, I just got uh, uh, new puppers and and on my past little puppy dog that I had, um, I had one very bad incident with the tick, you know, oil they put on. So I just didn't want to put, I'm just really leery about it, especially when they tell you to wear gloves. You know? Oh, yeah. And yeah, think about it. If you read the back of most of that stuff, it's like a you got to have a hazmat suit on and then you, and you're putting it on your dog. And it's like, really, does this make any sense that I'm doing this? And so I that's know. And, so, I know. and see, like there's other ways, you know, that with that because I got I'm waiting for my collars to come. I couldn't get Ethel okay. one because they didn't have that small. <laughs> you know, she's only three pounds. Yeah. They said, yeah, yeah, we can't because it has a regular buckle. You know, on it, it's not like a stretchy collar, which I wish they would okay. make kind of a stretchy collar, that, you know, instead of a buckle collar. But anyway, yeah. so, so I'm, I'm waiting on mine for my Zelda and then for my Gilligan. And see, it also is an immune system booster, too. It's not just oh, repelling. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's not a, uh, just repelling you know, fleas and ticks and such like that. So, you know, but so what people got to realize, like, if you use, like, diatomaceous earth, you know, food grade in a baby sock, okay, and you tap yeah. it, like, once up behind the, by the shoulder blades in the back of the neck, under on the chest and where the butt and the tail meet, all right? And mm-hmm. then and that's, you do that maybe every two weeks or so. Uh, but uh, see, what people, um, when they walk, when, okay, let's back up. When the, the flea or tick walks through that diatomaceous earth, it's, it, it's like walking through shards of glass. And so it scrapes their shell, they dehydrate and die naturally. So, you know, when people use the flea and tick stuff, you know, like the, you know, like I said, the spot on stuff or the collars or whatever, think about this. I don't think many people have thought about this. The flea and the tick have to bite your dog in ordinary to get, you know, the res- residual of that chemical. 
Do you understand what yep. I'm saying? And so when yep. the, when the tick bites, okay, now if he did have Lyme or whatever type thing, guess what? Now he just put it into your dog. But now he's dead. Yes, I get that. All right. But he's already yeah. bit your dog. And same with the flea. He yeah. bit your dog. So that's why when you use stuff, you know, like the diatomaceous earth or like this amber tick collar, you know, uh, yeah. or uh, like a bandana with a, a, a drop of lemongrass oil or a drop of eucalyptus oil on it. So what you try to yeah. do is make the environment so that it repels them and, and nothing is going to, you know what I mean, uh, take care of it. You're going to have to, you know, between flea combs and such like that, you know, it's a two-way thing. It's just, I just choose not to put, you know, chemicals on or in my dogs. That's it. So I, I agree, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad that you told me about the um, the eucalyptus and the lemongrass. Um, I think I'll, I'll use that for a while. So yep. and then, I happen to be in uh, an area that is just known for wood ticks, you know. And, uh-huh. uh, so anyway... But thank you so much. Okay, you bet. But if I get more feedback, boy, you bet I'll be I'll be sharing that because, like I said, I'll find out how it's working for me because it's not just fleas and ticks. It's an overall immune system booster for the dog. So I, I'm just, I just can't wait. So, okay. Th- uh, me too. Okay. Thank thanks for the call. Bye-bye. All right. Where are we at? Um, we have about three minutes. Oh, okay, I'm not. Uh, I'm not with the program here. Yeah, no, right. it's okay. Yeah, I'm blaming it on the weather. The nice <laughs> there, weather is throwing you off. It is. It's because right. I really <laughs> looking at the beautiful weather outside the window. It's like, oh, it was so warm out there for a change. It's, You're I'm getting like, distracted. Last we need to close Sunday, that window. I left. Yeah, and it took me an hour to get home. Yeah, because I had to take all the back roads because everybody was being idiots. I, right. I got on a yeah. 280 here. Yeah, you know, got and I made it to Larpener. I said, yeah, I'm done. I went to the back road. Yeah, and so it took me an hour to get home. And so now look at this week. I mean, what a difference it's crazy it's crazy no, you're gonna cruise on home oh i know it i know it i wish i would have took meat out to make some hamburgers or something but I <laughs> oh well it is what it is give a holler 651-641-1071 who's up to bat okay we have nancy on the line and right. nancy has a question about um there's blood in her dog's doo-doos oh that's not good. just a little bit though. okay hey nancy how you doing i'm fine thank you good, good. afternoon katie good afternoon so what kind of pupper do you have I have a six-year-old rescue Maltese, and okay. I've taken samples of the feces to the vet, right. and it's just like little drops, but it's, you know, often. Okay. May, I'm okay. not sure if that's the problem or she's draining or what I should be concerned well, about. Well, when, when she goes potty, you know, when she has to do a doo-doo, I mean, is she like really pushing to get it out? You know, like straining, or is does it come out, you know? Okay, is the doo-doo... This sounds really dumb. Is it is it moist or is it dry? Well, it's kind of in the morning. It's more dry, and then throughout the day, it's moist. Okay. So then, when she does, she strain to get it out. Probably, maybe a little bit. Maybe that's why oh. I did at one time give her pumpkin and yep. sweet potato. Okay, and how did that go? That was fine, but I don't know how much I should give her. She okay. weighs ten pounds. Ten so pounds. Okay. Know. Yeah, um, because when sometimes like the older they get, sometimes just like with us humans, we mm-hmm. um, need more fiber in a diet to make things go smoother. <laughs> okay. And so I would try. I have to do that with my Ethel, my three pounder. That okay. I I give her usually like a uh, half a teaspoon to a teaspoon. It depends of uh, canned pumpkin a day. And that okay. keeps her going regular. Otherwise, what happens, she winds up straining and straining. And then she's like walking the, putting her, I'd say, it's, I'm exaggerating. But to me, it's like walking a city block just to get that thing out of there. <laughs> okay. And so then when I, because when I don't do the pumpkin, and you, what I did for a while, I did it every day. 
And then mm-hmm. what I did, I started doing it like three times a week. So now I do it three times a week. And then if she, I see her straining a little bit, then I, I, I bump it up again is what I do. Because well, can oh, you hold on? question is done. Oh, well, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, oh, you no. know, if you have a whole can, you have to put in a little, you know, small portions because I can't give her that much. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You want to hold <laughs> on a second? Let, let us, sure. we'll come back. Okay. All right. What's the difference between roast beef and pea soup? What's the difference between roast beef and pea soup? We'll be back. Alrighty then, must be me, Katie K9. Here every Sunday, taking the canine questions, occasionally feline questions. All right, what's the difference between roast beef and pea soup? Uh, one's meat and one is not. Anyone can roast beef. Oh well. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> What the heck? <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> okay, see that? See okay, how, then. See fine. Nailed it. That's fine. It. Yeah, there you go. Okay, we were talking to Nancy, and she's got a little, uh, I think, Maltese, correct, Nance? Yes. Correct. Okay, yeah. And six six years old? Correct. She okay. okay. And a little blood in the urine. Now, is this on a daily basis or every other day? or? Kind of, yeah, like three or four times a week at least. Okay. Uh, you remember, I'm not a vet, but I'm just kind of, uh, different people these these things have happened to. I'm just kind of throwing things out, you know, just asking the questions and where you can, you know, go from there. If you've had it checked out by a vet and there's like no parasites or anything like that, have you checked that out? Yes, I did. Okay. Her shots a couple weeks ago. Okay. Okay. And so, um, so if they didn't find anything, you know, that's called, my guess is that it can come from, you know, straining. So what okay. I would do is that I, now what food do you feed? Oh, isn't that terrible? Sit right downstairs. Give <laughs> a second. It's grain free. Okay, but is it dry? Um, yes. Okay. Well, you know what? Another thing that will help uh, this, help her process it and it's have it. By from. From. Okay, from. Okay. And so, you know, what we can help process this. You remember when they eat, when you feed the dry food dry, it's like eating mm-hmm. a box of saltine crackers and then they got to drink a buttload of water to compensate for all that dry matter, right? Okay. And so, what you could do is help, you know, little dogs. Uh, you could take, uh, t- I would, this is what I do with my kids, all right, is that I, I put the dry food in the bowl, you know, get a bigger bowl, obviously, and then I put hot tap water on until everything floats nicely. And then okay. I put it aside and wait for all the water to be gone and all the food to be soft. Okay, okay, so then I fluff it with a fork, and then I put okay. it, uh, put my supplements in, whether I'm doing fish oil, uh, probiotic, digestive enzymes, things like that. Mix it up, and then now I give it to the dog. So what happens oh, okay. is that now that you know, now you're saying that it was dry, you know, in the early in the morning. She might not right. be getting enough moisture to help her, and so by you know help her make a good doo doo. <laughs> oh, and so okay. then what happens is that then it gets dry, and then by her trying to push it out, that could be part of the problem. This is only okay. you know my thinking that I've seen this happen with other dogs. So I would try you know if if things aren't does she butt scoot a lot? Does she pardon me? Butt scoot, sit on a butt and scoot across carpet. No. Okay. Good. My other dog, this doesn't. Okay, okay, because those are the, obviously the anal glands, and so what happens a lot of times by changing the food that will take care of the you know the butt scooting, and so because you don't remember you don't want to feed anything for any length of time, you want to rotate, rotate, rotate. You know, it's healthy. I have for the three dog. different kinds. Of excellent, excellent. Okay, okay. So, the, but so the thing is, is that without this, I would soften the food. 
Okay, now make sure that all the water is gone and the food is soft. Fluff it. Okay. Okay, and then also I would add like, you know, a, maybe a teaspoon of, uh, not a heaping te- teaspoon, but you know what you could do, you could, you could put it like in a Tupperware, you know, get the small can, put it in a Tupperware thing. That will uh, give it to the other dog too, you know, spread the wealth. And so then you, you buy the smaller can, put it in the Tupperware thing, and then take your teaspoon out, you know, per day and mix it in with the food. All right. And okay. I, I would try that and just see, you know, in a week, how are things going? At the end of two weeks, how are things literally going? And if there's no blood in there, then you know you're on the right track. You're trying to soften that stool so it's easier for her to, you know, get rid of it. Okay. And so mm-hmm. then now she's not straining. And if not, if there still is blood in there, then you might have to look further into, like, is there something? Because her demeanor and everything is, is fine, right? She's not lethargic or anything no. like that, right? Uh-uh. She's her no. same perky, bubbly self, correct? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because there's a lot of things that, you know, the blood in the stool can mean. But if you're just saying a little bit, but I'm very impressed that you're a good doo-doo watcher. Because a lot of people don't watch the dog's doo-doos, and that tells you everything that's going on inside. You want to be, when you're an owner, you want to be a good doo-doo watcher. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I got that done. <laughs> yes, you do. I'm impressed. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank but you. so that's what you want to do, though, because there are other things that can cause it. If there's right. not a lot of blood. Is it bright, bright red? Yeah. It's bright yeah, red. It's bright, okay, right, so it's a little drop. Yeah. Okay, so it's bright red. So that means it's new blood. All right. Okay. And so that mm-hmm. means that that it could happen occur when she's trying to squeeze it out. So that's okay. why, like I say, by making it softer and such, like, and see if we can get on top of that. And and but like I say, uh, you're you are seeing it. And if alarms are going off, then get him into the vet. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, kid. Thank you for the call. Thank you, and you have a lovely day. Thank you. You too. Enjoy right. the 66-degree weather out there. You know, when I was talking about going home last Sunday, I saw, I, yeah, like you were saying, uh, you know, it feels like that was like three, four weeks ago. Yeah. That was just last Sunday. I know. That, you know, that I was white-knuckling it. When I got under 165th, yeah. I could not see the road because it was blowing so bad that it blew drifts in so you could not see the side you know, where the road was. Right. Because there's a lot of it's open field. Yeah. So you don't have the tree line or whatever type thing. And I'm just like, see Stay in the middle. Stay in the middle. Stay in the middle. Go, right. Lord. I hope I don't meet anybody. I hope I don't yeah. meet anybody. Yeah. No, I I completely understand because I don't live very far from the station. Mm-hmm. And even I was white knuckling it. Yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, nobody come even uh, remotely within 12 feet of me yes. because I am... White Not knuckles. prepared for anybody to be around me right yeah, now. Yeah, no, it was it was crazy. But I took the back roads, and it was rather because I you know I took the back roads. I was in four by, so it was just very yeah. very lackadaisy. There was not many people out, and so I was which kinda, was good. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I yeah. mean it was just totally relaxing until I got to one sixty. <laughs> then it was white knuckles. And you were like, uh, where did my road go? Right, <laughs> exactly. Okay, give a holler six five one six four one one zero seven one. Who's up next? We have Frank on the line, and Frank has a question about like heart guard for his. New new puppy all right hey yeah. frank thanks for call- calling what's up yeah hello um Hi. i have a six month old teacup toy poodle okay i bought for my daughter all right i bought for my daughter but um i'm i'm actually the <laughs> one managing the dog i guess there you go but, um, yeah well um so do i need to give the dog the heart guard i mean is that something i really need to i mean i haven't really done anything because uh, 
you know, it's been winter and the dog's been inside. So. Right, right, right. Well, see, with heartworm, that's a personal choice on what you want to do. Now, you know, I've, I live in Hugo, land of 10 million swamps, lots of mosquitoes, all right? Okay, and I made my choice is I choose not to put any chemicals on or in my dogs, okay, that I would not put on or in myself. And so the okay. thing, so the, there's, a, and the smaller the dog, then the harsher some of these chemicals are. Because now my toy right. poodle is three pounds. How, how many is yours? Uh, uh, this toy poodle is, uh, five pounds. Five pounds. Okay. And so, like I said, you've got to pay really close attention and, 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 and empower yourself to say, what decisions am I going to make for this little peanut? All right. And uh, okay. so, like I say, I do not use, but see, I also have them tested to make sure they do not have heartworm. And then if they do, then I would accor- uh, create a, t- treat it accordingly. But the thing is, is okay. that I try, I try to, um, you know, do as little. I don't. I don't do any chemicals on my okay. dogs, just because, like I said, especially when they're small like that. So, but do yeah. you, are you a computer person? A computer person. Yeah. Do you go online at all? I mean, look stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, there's a website that you can read up on, on on heartworm, and then what you can make your own decisions. That's how I made my decisions, what okay. I wanted to do, okay? It's called dogsnaturallymagazine.com. Dogsnaturallymagazine.com. Okay. They got a really good article about heartworm, okay. and then they also, uh, healthy pets. Mercola.com. They've got a really good sure. article. And so, because you, you got to understand how heartworm works. Okay, heartworm works backwards. When you give it April 1st, it's for any mosquitoes in March. And when you give it May 1st, it's for anything in April. When you give it June 1st, it's for anything oh. in, in May. And because what it does, it doesn't, it's not a preventative. And that's what people got to get out of their brain. It's not a present, preventative. What it is, <laughs> is it has this, uh, the, the, um, the medicine in that tablet that if your dog had gotten bit and there is lar- heartworm larva in them, okay, that that the pill that you gives you give kills that larva. So technically, oh, it's not okay. a preventative. It, it what it does is that it if the, your dog does get bit, it's in the system so the larva doesn't mature. Okay, okay? and a lot okay. of people don't right. understand that, and so that's why it's totally up yourself. Same with flea and tick. I do not put any of that stuff on my dog, especially when you got a little p- p- uh, pumpkin like that. Right. I mean, with a flea comb, you could oh. catch anything really fast. So why put the chemicals on? So, well, and that, that's the, that's that I'm bringing the dog to all the trying to get it socialized at dog parks and so forth. And uh, you know, it's very wet and yep. right now. And so, um, you know, I'm also trying to figure out. I heard you. I just tuned in like midstream. So you were talking about uh, uh, a natural flea and tick. Uh, something you can put put on them yep you can if you go to my website the letter k letter t letter k number nine dot com click on the on the left side there's red tabs click on uh, radio show and scroll down and i've got a lot of natural okay. ways to repel right. yeah. flea and tick and so okay. what we're doing is repelling them and one thing though with this tiny okay. of a munchkin i would not be taking this dog to a dog park this dog could easily wind up being dead <laughs> and so unless well, they, I, just, I just put it in a small dog um port with uh, a Dog parts with small. Okay, some of them do. Large. Yeah, some of them have that, and some of them, the majority of them don't. Usually, it's just uh, free for all for no matter all sizes. So, if they have a teacup or a small area, but pay attention. If she's not having fun, like if she's looking for the exit, like get me the heck out of here, get her yeah, out of there. Yeah, she is. Or get, he is, he is yeah. Okay, get her she's out of there. Looking. 
she's not having fun and that's not the way to socialize your dog because social comes from having just a couple buddies like maybe a friend family friend neighbors whatever whereas they kind of hang out and have fun you know where you can see the dog is interacting and having fun but when you bring it to like the doggy dog park or daycare or dog parks and they're trying to they know you are doing more harm than good because she's not enjoying her own kind she's like i need to get the heck out of here Okay. Yeah, she's hiding, you know, oh, yep. in between people. And see a lot of people, th- right? And see a lot of people think that. Oh, oh, this is important. Can you hold on so we can talk about this when you come back? <laughs> okay, hold on. Don't yeah. hang up. Okay, folks. Oh, wait a minute. Let's see what, what we're going to find out here. Uh, okay, what? There are different things that you can do uh, for like athletes' feet and for like fungus on your toenails and fingernails. What are they? We'll be back. Alrighty then. Okay. Ready for this for athletes' foot? Guess what works for it? Cornstarch. All right. Stinky feet. Jello. Does it say what kind of jello? No. So like lime jello? Whatever <laughs> pleases you. Okay. And then fungus on toenails or fingernails. This is funny. Vicks Vapor Rub. Vicks Vapor Rub. There we go. I said that right. Huh. Here's something. Cornstarch for athlete's feet. Fungus toenails. Vix and then stinky feet jello. So I'm thinking that do we make jello and then let it set up and then put our feet into it? No, I think it, it has to be the liquefied. Oh, okay. Because otherwise, you, I, I don't know. I don't know either. Okay. If, if anybody has tried it, please let us yeah, know. Please let us um, know. Okay. Just, yeah. I, hate, I, I aim to educate my listeners. Uh, yeah. I mean, these are stuff awesome. as well as dog stuff. Yeah. These are really fun. These are water cooler worthy, yeah, 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 yeah. like fun facts. Yeah, it's so. awesome. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Let's go back to Frank. Frank's okay. Now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, Frank, how you doing? Thanks for hanging Good. on. Okay, now you've got yep. now your your pupper is five pounds. So what your job is to find you know other dogs that are the same personality that will take care of your pup and not scare your pup. All right, that's the purpose okay. of socialization. A lot of people need or think that the dog's got to go to dog parks or play groups to be able to get socialized, and then all the dog could think is about is get me the heck out of here now. You know when they're running for their exes or trying to hide or whatever. No, they're not having a good time. When that when a dog is interacting and and having a good time then they're having a good time okay but so your job yeah. is to make sure that you can find maybe a co-worker a neighbor whatever dog that they she gets along with and has a good time and then get together every once in a while for a play date that's the best thing is just small intimate play dates is the he- best for all dogs okay okay Okay, so yeah, so don't don't be bringing her back to the dog parks anymore because everybody wants to put them in there thinking that that's going to help and all that does is crash and burn the dog because the dog is just in, 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 in over the edge. It just gives them anxiety like you wouldn't believe. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, does that make sense to you? You got to see it from the dog's point of view. It'd be just like, uh, let's just like say you, let's say you're a hermit (laughs) and I dump you in the middle of the Minnesota state fair on the hottest day of the year (laughs) with all the gazillions of people there saying, be social. Look at all the people you have that you can make friends with. You're going to have a meltdown, right? right? Okay. But now if you get to meet a person one-on-one and then maybe another person one-on-one, then maybe the three of you can get together and do something. And that's what it's all about. That's what social skills, building social skills is, is doing baby steps. And and there are some personality of dogs that have the wow factor that, yeah, let's play. But but then there's more dogs that are kind of like, and who are you? And I'm not sure if I want to be your friend. And so you've got to understand that from your dog's point of view and not just dump them into a situation. So my daughter is with me here uh-huh. um, about the dog four, and she has a question. Sure. 
she wants to know um, how does the dog make new friends then? Okay, is that if you, how does she make good for new friends? He goes to school and gets in with a couple of this person or that person or this person or that person, right? Okay, she doesn't take the whole school all, all at once. <laughs> and right. so what she does is that maybe she, maybe she has lunch with a gal or two gals and then they become friends, right? So it's baby stepping it. So you need to find like maybe one of her friends has got a dog that will get along with, the, you know, this dog. And so then they can get together and they can have played what? Yeah. Her her friend has a toy poodle as well, I guess. Okay. And so, so. then, they, but, you know, just because they're both the same size doesn't mean they're going to get along. So I suggest that what you do yeah. is you, you put them on a leash and then you have get together, let them sniff each other, kind of hang out and just see how they get along. Some dogs need to warm up slowly to another dog. They can't just go into the situation. And so you sit on a chair and just let them watch each other for a little bit. And then when it seems like they're kind of relaxed, then they can come together and sniff noses. And then you go sit back down again. And then you can drop the leashes and just see what they do and see how they get along. Long. If they start to get snarky, snarky, then you pick up the leashes and go sit back. And because some dogs, it right. takes a while to warm up, just like people. There are some people that are just you know happy, happy, and they don't. They they're everybody's friend. It doesn't take any time. But then the majority of people, you, they, they people go slowly to to understand and get to know this person before they actually call them a friend and do more things with them. And that's the same thing with dogs. Okay. Does that make okay. sense? All right. Okay. Okay, kiddo. Thank you. You betcha. Take care. Thank you for the call. Bye-bye. Yeah, see, people want to just throw the dog in, you know, and just say, here, have friends. And and in the dog world, making friends is very, very hard because so much, you know, they have to rank. Somebody has to be one, two, three, four. There has to be a hierarchy. There has to be respect has to be built. Trust has to be built. And so that's why dog parks unnerve me because some people think that this is the way. Now, had he not called me he, or mentioned something where I picked up that he was bringing the dog to a dog park? Yeah. Okay, this dog was the future of not too far distance was going to be that that dog was going to have a meltdown and start getting snarky at the instead of running for the dog from the dogs, start going after him like get out of my face, get out of my face, right? And so then what happened? And the dog was telling him every being trying to run and hide, and she he said like he sat between people's feet. Yeah, he was trying to get out of the situation, and people are just saying, "Oh, just leave him alone. He'll work it through." No, he won't. Yeah, you're going to. Create even a bigger mess by not understanding what the dog is doing and why they're doing it. Learning to read the dog. And so that's why it's so important that, like I say, there are only certain personalities that can go to dog parks or doggy groups. And, and this is a huge end, folks. The majority of dogs I am seeing now have been going to dog parks and dog play groups, okay? And now they're about two and a half, three years old, and now where they used to enjoy going to them, yeah. now they're turning into the snarker. They are starting to, you know, snap and, yeah. and get mad at dogs and not, because now they're becoming more adult and more mature. Right. They're, you know, they're, they don't have that puppy silly brain, like, let's play, let's play, yeah. let's play. Now they're, And so what's happening is that now they're becoming snarky. And so, but they created it by having that dog go 100 miles an hour for all that long. And then now that it's tired, you know, it's hard work. And so the only way they know how to deal with this is mom and dad keeps bringing me here that I just want everybody to stay out of my face in space. So I'm going to get snarky. And then now people call me, well, my dog is reactive. Well, yeah, because you OD'd him on all this action and all this stuff. And, and so he crashed and burned is what he did. Right. So that's why it's really important that, like I say, yes, puppies are, they're not, they, they, there's men, you know, like under a year and a half, they're, they're not 
so much interested in the hierarchy, one, two, three. You know, they kind of dabble with it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, as they get older, like two and a half, now they're getting a little bit more serious about it. And then three hits. Now they you know they're done growing. They're maturing. And, and, and now here we go. And so now is where, okay, now ranking really plays a part in the overall. But it also has to do with the personality. You know, you get that. We'll have to talk about personalities. Whereas... I know I've done it before. Yeah. Uh, 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 I know uh, there's uh, the private personality. Okay. And that private, per- uh, like in the army, the private per- <laughs> personality is just a happy, 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 happy dog. Loves to play. The, uh, doesn't care about uh, ranking. You can, he can sleep in bed with you and there's never any turmoil in the house as far as them snarking at you or not coming when they're called or walks or whatever. They're just, you know, a giddy, giddy, happy, happy, exude happiness. Okay. Then you got the sergeant, which is a cross between a private and a general. And what a sergeant a little bit more reserved. They're, you know, have to have your little your ducks on the same pond. Um, but if they get snarked at by another dog, they're going to step back and go, if you meant it, do you mean it? Because if you meant it, I'm all in. Did you mean it? Now this dog, uh, the, uh, the they might be able to sleep in bed with you because when you sleep, have a dog sleep with you, folks, I'm sorry, but this is from a dog's point of view, it makes your pack even. There is no hierarchy. There's no whatever. And so that's why certain personalities, if you let them sleep with you, those are the dogs that like when the husband or the wife tries to get in bed, the dog starts growling at them. Right. Or if you go to, uh, let's say they're on the couch and you go to swoosh them off, they snap at you. Okay. Basically you've empowered them because they've been sleeping with you that they don't see you as a hierarchy and they're going to flash back at you. So it's really important. And then you got the general. Now the general, he, he is, Stoic, uh, whereas you have a one star, two star, three star, four star, five star general. Okay, and the stars are empowered by the humans not understanding they have. A, a general, and then they let them sleep with them. They let them go through the doorways first. They don't do any obedience training. When you go for a walk, they let them scan out in front. There's a, those are all empowerment into a dog's ego and saying basically, I'm cool and you're not. And so that's why it's so important to know the personality of dog that you have. Uh, 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 dog uh, People Training for Good Dogs by Melissa Berryman is a huge uh, book that everybody should read. People Training for Good Dogs. You can go to the first letter, people, P, training, T, for fgd.com and uh, re- see episodes from her book, book and, and stuff like that. But she's she's really a good. She thinks like a dog, and that's what I do. I think like a dog, and that's what I got to try to get people to do is think like a dog, <laughs> right? So anyway, so you got to know the personality of dog that you have and then learn to work with that. Don't go up against it, and then you guys will have a, a more harmonious relationship. But... Okay, if you got any questions, give a holler to 651-641-1071. What do you put on a chair bite? That season's around the toner. What is a chair bite? What do you put on it? If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee. And now, more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund. So there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses. So don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free 5-minute questionnaire at RefundsPro.com. That's Refunds with an S, Pro.com.